Hello everyone, welcome to another edition of Spiritual Impact. I'm Pastor Tim along with Pastor Steve and we're so happy that you've joined us today. We're just excited to get into God's Word as we do each and every week and, and find out everything that He's got for us and how that it can impact our life in very positive ways. Pastor Steve, God's just good, isn't He? Yes, He is. And I know, you know, when we come together and we talk about this, it says when we get together and talk about the Lord, and Malachi says our name is written in a book of remembrance and be brought up before the Lord. I tell you, I like that. Amen. Knowing that we can talk about Him and that's the best thing in the world to talk about because I tell you, He brings that shalom of God, that peace of God that passes all understanding. It keeps our hearts and minds when we're focused on Him. Amen. I'm going to do something slightly different here. Uh, you was telling me about that your mama wished I'd sing a little bit. Yes. It's a little hard to have a guitar and everything in here, but you know what? I'm going to improvise just a little bit. And this is for you, Mama Rose. So, can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody do me like the Lord. Can't nobody do me like Jesus, for He is my friend. And He's your friend, too. That was for you, Mama Rose. Amen. I can tell you from Mama Rose, she's going to appreciate that because I tell you, praise God. I want to talk to you today about forgotten miracles and future consequences. And I want people today, when we talk about this, think about the miracles that's happened in your life. The greatest of all miracles that we have seen is, is you know, is salvation. Mm -hmm. oh, that's yes. the greatest. See, a lot yes. of times we don't see that as a miracle, but I'm telling you, that's the greatest of all the miracles that we see. But I want you to think about those other miracles that take place in your life that, you know, you've seen them. You've seen them in the, not only your life, but the lives of other people. And I want you to try to think about why it's important to remember those things. And today I'm going to be coming from the 106th Psalm. The 106th Psalm, it's going to be starting at verse 6. And this is from the New Living Translation this morning. It says, verse 6 says, Like our ancestors, we have sinned. We have done wrong. We have acted wickedly. Our ancestors in Egypt were not impressed by the Lord's miraculous deeds. They soon forgot His many acts of kindness to them. Instead, they rebelled against Him at the Red Sea. Even so, He saved them to defend the honor of His name and to demonstrate His mighty power. He commanded the Red Sea to dry up, and He led Israel across the sea as if it were a desert. So He rescued them from their enemies and redeemed them from their foes. Then the water returned and covered their enemies. Not one of them survived. Then His people believed His promises. Then they sang His praise. Yet how quickly they forgot what He had done. They wouldn't wait for His counsel." And when we start thinking about all those miracles right there, not only this, that was the Red Sea miracle it's talking about right here, but look, all the plagues that took place in Egypt. It says that during the plague of darkness, it said it was so dark that when people would move their hand in front of their face, it says they couldn't see their hand. But, you know, when we look at the Scripture, it says, but there was light in the land of Goshen. Amen. That means where God's people <laughs> dwelt, there was light there that darkness didn't affect them. They'd seen all these miracles take place, but yet the here they go, when they get to the Red Sea, they see the Egyptians coming, but it says God went from the front leading them to the back. He became the rearward guard. And I Amen. tell you, praise God, they walked across on dry land. And when they seen that, when we see those miracles, it's easy for us to rejoice. It's easy for us to start praising God and saying, thank you, Lord, for everything you've done. Hallelujah. But a lot of times we try to keep going on that 
past blessing. And the Word of God says that we're supposed to be filled by the Spirit of God daily. Amen. And that's what we need to do is be filled with that, to have that joy each and every day. And always remember the miracles that took place because you know what? You may have another time in your life when miracles are going to have to take place. You know, I believe that's why we, we have a record of them in the Word of God so that they can encourage generations that follow after. But, but uh, with the children of Israel, you know, Moses told them to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe that when we're, we're seeking God for something, that we have to believe that, that not only is He able, but that He's going to. And, and you see it time and time again down through Scriptures where the people that received the miracle were asking in faith. And even the ones when they had their faith was a little weak, they would ask God to strengthen their faith. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, miracles, it never ceases. Even, even when I see a newborn baby, mm -hmm. I think of what a miracle that is. And when I look and, and see all the things that God has done, there's no way you cannot believe in God. Mm -hmm. And see, that's the thing, to remember all these miracles. And right now, I'm praying the Spirit of God touches hearts for the Amen. people that are joining with us right here to bring some of those miracles that you've seen in your life to, to, to remembrance because He don't want you to forget those things because, you know, when we have those miracles, we begin to, our faith is built. We're strengthened. It's easier to praise and to give thanks to, for what He's done for Amen. us. And I just started thinking about some of the things He's done for me. And I, I told this story about one time that I went to a um, revival. And we're sitting there and they're passing the plate. Okay, <laughs> here it comes around. And I had $10 to my name in about five days till payday. And God was saying, give that money. Yeah. And I, you know, that's when we start going, the, the spirit starts wrestling with the flesh. <laughs> and you're going, but I got $10 till payday. How am I going to do this? And, you know, but I said, you know what, Lord, I'm going to give it. And I, I put it in the plate. There you go, Lord, do with it as you will. And it went around. And after that service, one of the people that took up the offering stopped me and says, hey, uh, I need you to come here a minute. I was like, well, okay. He says, well, he said, we was taking up the offering tonight. And he said, and there was an envelope coming with your name on it in the offering. <laughs> and he handed me the envelope. Inside of it was a $100 bill. And see, the faithfulness, God, that test of the faith. To me, that's a miracle right there because I didn't know that was going to take place. But you know what? My God is able and hallelujah, I praise Him for it. But when I start thinking about how faithful He was in that right there, you know, when these, these future trials and tribulations come up, you know what? We can praise Him anyway to know that. And one of the things you always tell us, and I love it, He says, he always tells us, don't worry, God's got this. And He has, and he has yeah. got it. And that's the whole thing. But it's the trust in Him to remember those future miracles that we saw took place, that we can rejoice in those things. But I'm going to tell you, praise God that I'm going to see more miracles in life. Amen. Amen. I, I believe you, that. Hallelujah. You know, I think one thing that, that hinders people when they really need something moved in their life, whether it be finances or something else, is it's hard to let go of the pride. Oh, and we talked about pride on the way to the studio today. But if we could just learn to let go because God wants to bless. And not only is He wanting to bless the receiver, He's wanting to bless the giver as Absolutely. well. Absolutely, God does all things. Well, I was thinking, and, and we go back here. My mind went back to the Red Sea. And uh, people started rebelling against Moses. And there came a time when 3,000 souls were destroyed for, because they rebelled. That's right. But God doesn't waste things. And you look 
years and years, hundreds and hundreds of years later at the day of Pentecost, how many souls were saved that day? 3,000 souls. So see, if one person doesn't want the miracle, God will make sure that somebody else receives. God never wastes anything. Amen. Nothing at all. And you see, to me, that $100, you know, it's not on the level of what you call the Red Sea miracle. Where they saw, they walked across yeah. on dry land. Some days, it, $100 is huge. I know, but it's still a miracle all in itself. But they walked across on that dry land. Can you imagine the water on both sides as they walked through there? And then when they saw the Egyptian army starting after them, it says the water rushed in and destroyed them all. And because he said, after this day, they'll trouble you no more. And see, I, I tell you, I praise God for that. But then they went right up to the promised land. And they sent the spies in. <laughs> How fresh was that miracle? <laughs> that miracle should have still been fresh in their mind. And yet only two of the spies come back and gave a good report. The rest of them says, you don't understand there's giants in this land and we're as grasshoppers. Mm -hmm. They said we're as grasshoppers in their sight. But I like Caleb. When Caleb come back, Caleb says, those giants are bread. He says, God's already given it to us. He said, all we got to do is go and take it. But yet because they believed the report of the unfaithful. It says they wandered in the wilderness 40 years. They forgot past miracles and it had a future or impact on the consequences on which they suffered. A lot of times people want to take the road of least resistance. Mm -hmm. And uh, you find that, that in a lot of situations in people's life. But I firmly believe that like Caleb, if God has promised us something and it's in His Word, I'm not going to allow the enemy to cheat me out of that. I have, I have done that too many times in my life, but I have learned that as far as faith goes, Pastor Steve, there's no gray areas. You either trust God or you don't trust God. You can't put anything in between there. So, you know, I'm all in. When it comes to God, I'm all in. I know that in my ability, I can't do anything, but I don't have to worry, for it is the God that dwells within me that will do the things that I need done in my life as it needs to happen. I may want things accelerated, but it's not the right time. Mm -hmm. That's part of trusting God for your miracle. You may have prayed for weeks, months, even years, but God has heard your prayer right. and the answer is on the way. Help is on the way. God never turns his back on his children, not ever. Mm -hmm. And you preached a message a Sunday or two ago. You said beyond the boat. <laughs> and it's talking about Peter, you know, it's easy to stay in that boat because that's the place of what you call least resistance, it's the comfortable zone. But yet he got a call and he, he asked Jesus, if it's you, bid me come unto thee. And what did Jesus say? Stand up, no, no. He said, come, Peter. <laughs> so it says, Peter put his action, his faith to action, and he leapt out on the water. And you said something there that really impacted me, and I, I preached that message myself several times, but you said there's a real fine line between faith and fear, and the only difference is our focus. That's it. And I was like, man, that is strong right there. That is very powerful when he said that right there, because, you know, you're either going to operate in faith or you're going to operate in fear. And when fear's there, faith don't operate well. No. But when faith's there, fear don't stand a chance. And I tell you, I like that when you, you brought that forth. But, you know, it seemed like right here they'd seen all these miracles, but yet they wouldn't stay in the comfort zone. 
many times they said, oh, we should go back to Egypt where it's easier on us. But they wanted out of that bondage. They forgot the faithfulness of God. And you know, when we forget the miracles that we've seen, sometimes we forget the faithfulness of God. And that can have a future consequence to us, that we don't trust Him as much as we should, knowing that He's got this. And I sent you something the other day, and I don't remember exactly what, but you text me back. And I love the answer you gave me. You says, don't worry, God's got this, and I'm so far beyond the boat, I ain't going back. <laughs> And I, I was like, that. I was like, <laughs> that is so good. I was like, yes, I tell you, that's the words of faith and trusting God in, in all circumstances. And hallelujah. I tell you something, my nine year old granddaughter, Briley, mm-hmm. goes to the church there. Uh, she was talking, she was sitting by Sister Lisa mm-hmm. as I was preaching that message. And I, I said, when I said something to the effect that the boat is always full of people, Lisa said, Briley looked up there and she said, that's the people who are still drinking the milk. <laughs> from the mouth oh, of the nine-year-old. That's strong right there. Yeah, that's <laughs> strong. Because it's time that we move on from the milk of the Word to the meat of God's Word. And I tell you, from the mouth of babes, I've perfected it. praise, that's like it. it says in the Word of God. And I tell you, that's awesome. But I'm just wondering if some of us out there today that, that we're joining in here and we're talking, so have you forgot some of the miracles in which He did and how faithful He was in the past? And maybe it's affecting what you're facing right now and it's having future consequences to you because we forgot the faithfulness of God. But you know, He says, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. That means wherever we're at. And you know, I believe there's sometimes we get in circumstances and we pray and we don't think that God hears us or we don't hear from God. But you know, He knows exactly where we're at at every time. You know, when we look at the book of Psalms and things, it tells us, He says, if I make my bed in hell, He says, you are there. Amen. We can't outrun the presence of God. You can ask the song you say Jonah. And you know, you can I ask Jonah. It. I was going to say, you can ask Jonah. I you can run it. all you want to from the presence of God, but you know what? You can't do it. No. He knows exactly where you are, and He knows exactly how to get you back on the right path. But I want them to know today that even if they've forgotten some of those miracles, remember those miracles today and remember His faithfulness because today, glory be to God, He's no respecter of persons. No. He loves us. And you know what? God's got this. And I tell you, praise God today and hallelujah, we got to get out of the boat sometimes. Amen. Walk by faith and not by sight. And I tell you, hallelujah. Amen. I don't know if I've ever shared this on the program or not. Maybe I did earlier, but you're talking about miracles and, and, and the faith of a child. And of course, I do not remember this because I was just a small child myself. So you know how long ago this was. But uh, my mother has told this story because she's going on to be with the Lord now. But she said that when I was small that I, I fell playing and I hurt my shoulder. And uh, I didn't think too much about it at, at that time. But over the next couple of days, it kept kind of getting more sore. So they were concerned. So they, they mom said, we're going to take you to the doctor. And she said, I told her, so no, mom said, Jesus is going to heal me. She said, well, I know, but we need to take it. I said, mom, Jesus is going to heal me. And uh, she said another day went by and she, she finally told me, and it was still bothering me and hurting. She said, Tim, if you're not better tomorrow, if this is not getting better, we're taking you to the doctor. And said, so I looked at her and said, don't worry, Mama. Jesus said he's coming tonight to heal me. <laughs> but anyway, my mother said that next morning she ran to my bedroom and put her hands on my shoulder and said, I would just giggle and grin and said, see, Mama, I told you he was coming last night to heal me. Amen. That's good. So, so you know, we, we need to listen to the kids sometimes. We don't think they're listening. We don't think they're paying much attention, but you'll be shocked. There's been many sermons that you and I have both preached that we've had some of the kids bring it up to us. 
Oh, they, yeah. they, they hear Absolutely. They and do. they understand more of it than you give them credit for. A lot of times they say, well, I don't think the kids really understand. Uh, sit down and talk to them a little bit. You'll find out how much they That's understand. Right. That brought me back to another story my mom had told. She said one day that she'd call my brother because he had German Shepherds. And one of the German Shepherds used to play with my daughter Hannah when she was yeah. three years old. And so the dog was deathly sick. Says it just got sick all of a sudden. It was really hurting. And she said, I called Adam and told him to come home. Says, because he was, I thought the dog was going to die and he's going to have to get him help. And says, when Adam showed up, the dog was running around playing and just like nothing had ever happened. And mom says, she asked Hannah, says, well, what happened to the dog? She said, oh, don't worry. Says, I laid hands on him and prayed for him. <laughs> and says, you know, and God, that's the faithfulness of a child. See, that's why when Jesus said, you know, suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not for such is the kingdom of heaven. Because they have that real trust. I'm going to tell you, when they're young and you tell them you could fly, you know what? They believe you can fly. Oh, yeah. But that's the trust we need when we trust God. When we pray, do we believe? That's the first thing He tells us. He says, when you pray, believe that you receive. We've got to have that belief. And you know, when we look at it, it means to believe before we see it. That's it. That's faith, and that, that, that's sometimes the hard part for people because we're a society where we can pull up the Internet and pull up stuff and see it so just quickly, quickly, quickly. But, you know, it's still by faith that we have to believe the Word of God because it says without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. You know, we serve a mighty God, and, of course, you were, you're dealing with it earlier on the, the children of Israel. And we know that 400 plus years of bondage, how they suffered, and it got worse and worse and worse. And uh, they had prayed that God would send deliverance. Mm -hmm. When Moses was sent by God, deliverance didn't come automatic. They still were in Egypt, but they started seeing the hand of God worked because Pharaoh's heart was hardened mm -hmm. and he would not hearken unto God. The enemy's not going to give up in the pursuit of keeping you in bondage. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a process. We, I believe we serve a God that, that can deliver instantly or sometimes he delivers over, over a process of time like here with all the different 10 different plagues. But every time it only affected the Egyptians. Mm -hmm. Even though it was around the Hebrew children, they didn't suffer from any of it. God will keep His people protected. We see that in the days in which we live now. Uh, we are in this world, and we're having to deal with a lot of the things that we see going on on our news cycles and things like that. But regardless of what our eyes are seeing on television and reading in newspapers and hearing on the radio, as a child of God... There is a peace, mm -hmm. a peace that passes all understanding. There's nothing that I, there's things I see on TV that trouble my spirit, but they don't make me afraid because I right. know in whom I have believed. I know that we're getting closer to his returning. And soon and very soon, he's going to come and, and Christ is going to set all things in order. Amen. Those that are looking for him, the scripture says, shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. He came to the world the first time as a humble babe and went to the cross for you and I that he allowed them to beat him, spit upon him, 
put him on a cross and kill him because that was the will of the Father for you and I. He did nothing wrong, but for you and I, he did all this. But he rose again. And the angel told the disciples, and we've talked about this mm-hmm. in past programs, why stand you here gazing? The same way he's going, leaving, he'll be coming Amen. again in like manner. You know what? It's time for us to really start not just talking about faith, not just talking about believing, but really putting that into action. There's a lot of things within our, our home church, Abundant Life Worship Center, that we're believing God for. And the enemy still tries to, he tries to get you to look at how big and monumental the task looks. Mm-hmm. And in the flesh, it is. But we don't serve a God that deals with flesh. He, we serve a God that deals in spiritual deliverance, victory. Amen. He can speak and change a circumstance in the blink of an eye. Amen, that's true. And you know, he told us, he says, you know, he's not going to try to let you go that easy when you start going no. through these and needing these. But it says, you know, how do we fight? And the Word of God says we fight. It says, submit yourself unto God. There you go. Resist the devil and he shall flee from you. Now, a lot of people try to resist on their own, but that's not. It's the whole thing. You've got to submit yourself to God first. Resist the devil and he shall flee from you. Because the Word of God says we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. That means everything that we face. And hallelujah, He sent the Spirit of God. He said, is, when you look at it, it says one of the words described is the paraclete. The paraclete is the one who is the answer for all things. Hallelujah, He gives us the ability and the wisdom and the understanding to find out what we need for that situation. But it's by faith we acquire those things. Amen. So it still takes faith today. And, you know, and, and I want to tell people that maybe there's a difference between fear and having unrest or unpeace about something. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes if God's not in it, our spirit will not have peace over it. And a lot of times when people ask me to pray over a certain situation, that's what I pray for. If if they've got a big decision they have to make, I pray for God to give them peace. Mm -hmm. When He can give you peace and you can have that, that inner peace and you know that God is giving that to you. You can trust His guidance. You can trust the way God is leading you because the Holy Spirit will lead and guide direct into all truth and righteousness. He will never lead us astray. That's right. So, you know, you may be afraid about something and so you got to look at that because I believe the enemy brings forth fear into our life. But if there's something you're seeking God for and you just don't have any peace about it, it's not His time yet. You keep seeking God. When, he's, when it's His time or He has got you in the right place, then you will have peace over the situation. And maybe somebody out there needed to hear that today in something maybe you're going through. And see, I'm going to read this to you also from Psalms 103, verses 1 through 4. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Hallelujah. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Again, forget not. Remember the things He's done. He says, Forget not. He says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Amen. A song just popped in my mind that He'll do it again. Amen. Amen. He'll do it again. Whatever you're going through in your life today, maybe you've you're got some struggles. Maybe, maybe you've, you've tasted and you know that God is good. But this 
situation you're facing seems like a mountain and you just really don't see any way out, the Scriptures teaches that He will make a way of escape. That's right. Always. So, you know, put your trust in Him. Whatever you're facing today, God is bigger. And as Pastor Steve has said a few times already, God's got this. If we'll just trust Him, don't worry. Pray and believe. Pastor Steve, take us to the Lord in prayer. Fathers, we come to you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, right now that in the name of Jesus, there's power in the name of Jesus. Our dearly Father, Lord, as the pastor mentioned a minute ago, Lord, that mountain that may be in their life. Yes, Jesus Father. told us, speak unto yeah, that yeah, mountain. Yeah. Say that, tell that mountain to be Bring cast peace, into the sea. Brother. And it says, and you don't doubt in your heart, it says it shall be done for you. Thank and Heavenly Father, I thank yes. you, Lord, that every promise in God, it says, is in Christ Jesus and is yes and amen. And Heavenly Father, today, Lord, the Word of God says we shall know the truth and the truth shall set us free. I'm asking you, Lord, give us wisdom and understanding to know the truth of God's Word. For when we know that truth, we'll speak that truth. And Father, I praise you and I thank you for all things. And Father, for those that are joining us right now, Dear Heavenly Father, I'm going to pray that situation, whatever it may be. Dear Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, begin to touch that situation as we remember the things you've done for us. And Dear Heavenly Father, as we lift up by faith, Lord, praising you, thanking you, and knowing that you've got this. You know, Lord, that you're able. And Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, help us to remember that you are able. And Father, I praise you and thank you for all the testimonies that are going to come forth when you deliver them out of their situation. And Father, I praise you and thank you, and I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I felt that prayer. Hallelujah. I felt that prayer. Glory you know, be to God. We would love for you to come and visit us at Abundant Life Worship Center. We, our church, I, I, we, we're on the on the move. You can you can just feel our church growing. You can feel the spirit just welling up in there, and I'm excited. And Pastor Steve, there's several ways they can, they can contact us and. Uh, and you can please come by and see us. We're located at 932 Dolly Parton Parkway there in Sevierville. And like I said, there is things going on at the church, but there's some things missing, and that's you. That's right. We'd love to see you there. Come and see us sometime. We can hug your neck and we can rejoice together. You can visit our website at alwcsevierville.com or you can contact us by email at alwcsevierville at gmail.com or you can give us a telephone call at 865-366-1173. When you call, if you do not get an answer, please leave your name and a number and we will get back in touch with you. Amen. But I'd love to see you there because we'd love to fellowship with you and just let you tell us what God's done for you. Amen. And uh, our service time is Sunday morning at 11 a.m., Wednesday evening at 6.30. And, hey, uh, ain't God good. All the time. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. He's been a friend that sticks closer, never left me. I could always count on him and trust him. When I pray, I know that he hears my prayer. He hears your prayer. Until next week, this is Pastor Tim along with Pastor Steve saying, God bless you. We'll see you next time right here on Spiritual Impact. Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Tim Parton of Abundant Life Worship Center. For those of you that live in the Sevierville area, or maybe you just visit from time to time, we'd like to take a moment and invite you to come visit us at the church. We're located at 923 Dolly Parton Parkway right here in Sevierville. Our service times are Sunday morning at 11 a.m., Wednesday evening at 6.30. We just love sharing the Word of God 
We're just a family church, so we invite you to come grow with us. God bless. Just a little faith We are never alone So this battle I won't fear Cause I can hear the sound